What is up, team? Another one that wasn't as smooth as St. John's fans hoped, expected it to be. But a win is a win, right? I know we're going to look back three days from now and just know this is a win. But during this 40 minutes on the court, it wasn't pretty, right? St. Francis came out. They took an early lead. They hit some shots. Now, I will say the first three they hit was really well contested. They hit that. And then they started hitting some open shots, and their confidence continued to grow. Then they started hitting some lucky shots. You know, think of that bank shot from the top of key. Think of that rush shot at the end of the shot clock with one second left. But those shots are a culmination of the confidence growing because you were giving them good looks. So you allow them to get comfortable, and then shots like that will fall. And then they were playing with good confidence, and we were struggling to get good looks. We were playing without posh. And next thing you know, we're down by 10-something points in the first half. Never able to take the lead in the first half. We had to fight and claw for everything uh, we had to get. And uh, we were able to close it up, tighten it up, and it was 40-38. to 38. We were down two points going into halftime. Not where you wanted to be, all right? Perimeter defense was not good. Our bigs were not good. We were getting killed on the glass for the majority of the game overall. Soriano was getting exploited on defense. Our other bigs weren't giving us anything on offense. Um, we were turning the ball over a lot in the backcourt. Champ wasn't able to hit threes. And St. Francis was dictating the game. It was not a good first half for St. John. And then the second half started. And St. Francis, whoa. What was that? St. Francis um, came out, and I think they went on an 8-0 run to start the second half. They had a 10-point lead in the second half. They were up for the majority of the second half. St. John's was able to fight and claw back into some great play by uh, Montez Mathis for the first 37 minutes of this game. Uh, Champagny had some big buckets. Steph Smith had some uh, big-time baskets, some nice passes. Dylan Wusu made some big plays, some steals, some passes, some finishes himself. And St. John's was able to finally, finally get over the hump and take a lead 64 to 63 um, with under 10 minutes left in the second half. And from that point forward, they were able to maintain that lead. It wasn't easy. It wasn't pretty. St. Francis hung around. St. John's was not clean or crisp in their execution, but they were... Um, you know, unexpectedly able to work on some things during this game that they probably didn't think they were going to have to, and they probably aren't happy they had to. You know, late game execution. A um, couple defensive uh, different things they tried. They went zone for a little while. Um, I'm not sure if the execution of the half court late in game was exactly what you wanted to see. Some turnovers in some bad spots. Wusu, especially, I love you, my man, but uh, that one turnover, trying to do too much, um, just no excuses for that. You played a good game, but you got to tighten that up uh, if we're going to put the ball in your hands and and have you be, you know, one of their one of our primary ball handlers. Smith um, had a turnover too. Uh, Coburn caught there at half court, um, and you know, thank God we were able to come back and get this win. Um, hindsight being twenty twenty or whatever phrase you want to use, you know, it's it's water under the bridge now, but. Uh, that's stuff that might come back to haunt you in big games, especially we got one more game coming up, uh, tune-up until next Friday against Kansas. But um, hopefully Posh is healthy and Pinzon can get back to playing because as, as much depth as we have in the backcourt, we were still you know, turning over way too much for a, a quality team tonight. 
What do you think, Steve? Yeah. Steve agrees. Um, tonight, Soriano had 23, or I'm sorry, Champ had 23 points. Soriano did not have 23 points. Champ had 23 points. He didn't have a single three-pointer. He was over four from three, 10 for 20 overall. He did an extremely good job finishing inside the paint, also taking advantage of the tight defense they were playing on him with some backdoor cuts, and we did a really good job finding him on those backdoor cuts. Smith especially had three or four of those, um, and that's something that you know, you're not always going to be able to find for a handful of baskets in games, but if you can get one in a game, a backdoor cut, it does a, goes a long way in terms of just keeping the defense honest. So that's a good sign, and tonight wasn't the first we've seen of that, but um, the five-out offense when we don't have Soriano on the court uh, it's something we're looking to go to. I'd like to still see some more sets, some more screen set for Champagne, Coburn getting looks. Uh, still haven't really seen it. We had one play to start the game, a beautiful play to start the game. Um, you know, kind of like a hammer screen on the baseline. Got Soriano a nice uh, baseline screen. He caught a nice pass from Usu and he dunked it to finish it. But other than that, not many set plays. Um, but... Soriano, or I'm sorry, I keep saying Soriano. Champ had a great overall game. Yeah. Come on now. Come on now. I lost the box score. Champ had 23 points. If I can find this. Six rebounds, five assists, 23 points, um, four blocks, four steals. So talk about filling up the stat sheet. Uh, Julian Champagne, uh, continuing to improve his game in other areas. Still want to see him get to the basket more off the dribble, create for others off the dribble. But you can only ask for so much, and he continues to bring that night in and night out, 23 points. So him scoring 20-plus points is practically a given. Uh, Wu Su had 10 points, 7 rebounds, 4 steals, did have 5 turnovers, that's way too many, but this was his first career start and had to replace, you know, our point guard, so there was a lot on his plate tonight. Uh, it says 4 assists, again guys, I'm telling you, they're not giving him 1, he had at least 5, he also had a couple beautiful passes in the first half, that one bounce pass, pocket pass to Soriano who missed the dunk really early in the game. Um, he had a really good game overall, some tough finishes. Aside from those turnovers, I thought he was great. Mathis played a phenomenal game for the first 38 minutes. He was fantastic, making shots, taking great shots, playing good defense, getting out in the break, making some good passes, helping out on the boards. And then he missed those two free throws, had a couple turnovers, had a bad foul, kind of fell apart at the end there. He did play 38 minutes, so maybe that has something to do with it. But um, Mathis has been so far so good. You know, I've been really, really impressed. And he's been a huge part of what we're doing. He seems to be fitting into a, a good spot uh, in terms of his role. And um, I'm looking forward to where it's going to go. Um, Smith, down, the, down late in the game, down the stretch, made some big plays. He had 10 points, 6 assists. Uh, he hit 2 or 3 from 3, so that's a good sign. Uh, was Slow start for him from three so far in the season, one for 14. So to see him go two for three, you knew he was eventually going to turn that around. That's good. Uh, he's crafty with the ball. 
He's got a knack for, you know, drawing fouls. I think he's going to be maybe our closer guard with the ball in his hands late in games. He's, uh, he, I think he could more easily get a shot off than Posh can. He's not the distributor that Posh is. But in a late game situation where the defense is, you know, clamping up and everyone's geared up to get one stop, you got to be able to score a pass, shoot, drive, get to the rim. You want as many options as possible. And I think Posh can kind of be uh, geared up against. Uh, it's kind of difficult for him to get a shot off when all their eye, when all eyes are on him. Uh, every other and, and that's not a knock on Posh. That's just a personal opinion. When everyone is looking at Posh to score, I think he struggles um, to score. Uh, Smith, I think, is more equipped to get a, a shot off for him or somebody else in late game situations. Just my personal opinion. Wu Su too, and pick and rolls can create for others. I think that's a, an option. Uh, but still. We saw tonight just how much we miss Posh, and it's it's a lot. And, and it, it is a lot, a lot, a lot. Offensively setting everybody up, defensively spearheading, spearheading exactly what it is we want to do, which is pressure the other team, create turnovers, get out in the break. And tonight we could see just how much we missed that. Um, the bench tonight, Wheeler had a really good stretch in the first half, sparked us. Um, he had six points, two rebounds, two blocks. Didn't play much in the second half. Didn't help us on the boards, and we were getting killed on the boards. Uh, Coburn had five points, two rebounds, two turnovers. He's a little bit sloppy with the basketball. Doesn't move his feet as, as quickly as uh, Mathis and Wusu do on defense. But him hitting shots, him being able to stretch the, stretch the court is something that's going to be really valuable in Big East play. I still believe that. Um, overall, we got beat on the boards pretty bad tonight. That's a That's one of the... The more worrisome signs I have, uh, 40 to 26 overall on the boards against St. Francis. So high expectations for a front court coming in from a lot of people. You know how how it's going to be such a an easy easy upgrade from last year, and we weren't going to miss any of the contributions we got from those guys. And I think the guys we have now at their best, they are an upgrade. I think Soriano, once he gets comfortable, I think he's you know a huge presence that we should be happy to have. I think Wheeler has all the athletic ability in the world. And I think he's got big ten, big 10 experience. We got to figure out the best way to use him. I think Stanley, as he gets better and gets uh, more comfortable playing college basketball, brings a lot to the table, but um, they're not shoo-ins. They're not, they're not guaranteed upgrades. They're not guys who are going to uh, perform every night at a, at a high, high level. You know, I don't think that'd be fair to expect that. Um, so we're going to rely a lot on Champagne and Posh, just like last year. And then hopefully these role guys, these contributors we have at both the guard, the wing, and the bigs, um, enough of them can contribute um, on nights and uh, we can put together a, a really good season. But I think to just expect our role players or our non-stars to be good on all on every single night is is too much, and we'll see that for most teams in the Big East. Um, so we'll probably go as far as Posh and Champ take us, but uh, I am high on this team still, even with these two losses. I think St. John's, I think college basketball in general has a knack for playing down to their competition. Um, you would like to see us blow these teams out like they did the first two games of the year. Not always going to happen. The excitement, the energy wears down. Teams, they scout you. They know what to expect. Um, but, you know, St. John's got away with a win tonight, and that's really all that matters. 
and they have one more tune-up before a huge opportunity. Um, what day is our next game? We play... NJIT on Friday, this Friday, uh, the 27th. So that's Saturday, I'm sorry. And um, there are Ken Palm ratings in the 200s, so it's a step up in competition. Uh, it's only one way to go, and that's up in that regards. But let's see if we can perform for 40 minutes. Hopefully uh, our guys are able to heal up and we can get fully healthy for that Kansas game and go into that Kansas game with another win under our belts. But guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm still getting used to this whole YouTube and podcast combination with the uh, audio recordings. Hopefully it's coming out good on the year end. Um, Stevie is going to be in on the next interview. Um, until then, I appreciate you guys tuning in to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I am Larry Wright. Uh, you've been listening to Pat Kane. And until next time, peace.